It's news from heaven, how to make a human divine. That must be a pretty good trick. I'm thinking about human, word association, myself, uh, the opposite of divine. Divine word association knows everything, can do everything, can get their stuff together, isn't like barely hanging on by their fingertips to life. So what are you talking about? God is the divine human. God made a human divine. What, you don't think about that? <laughs> what, that's just some weird religious sounding thing? Okay, let me give you another weird religious sounding thing, which is redeemed. When, can use redeemed in a sentence that doesn't have to do with God or Bible or religion. When does anything else redeem? Okay, right, now that I'm saying this out loud, I think there's sometimes when you've redeemed yourself in the eyes of people, but it doesn't happen a lot, and it's this central thing that God somehow redeemed us. What does that mean? Am I am I thanking God for doing that? Am I, or is it a Christmas present that I sort of didn't want, but it was really expensive, so thanks. Let's dig in. Yeah. Why are we doing this? Well, hopefully to help you out. And by you, I mean me and everybody, because what we're trying to do is set ourselves straight. We, this life is not as good as it should be. The true, how things actually are is absolutely the food we need to survive. We are a plant, man. We, all we need is that sun shining on us. All we need is the truth to, to dissipate and dispel everything that bothers us. You think about how many people, you don't have to raise your hands, but how many people we wish they were somebody else or wish that they were different than they are? Or how many people wish they had a different sort of life story? How many people want things they don't have? How many people are scared about stuff? How many people are all of this? All of this has to do with life isn't as it should be. But that's just the appearance. Actually, life, when you take in the totality of who you are, what it is to exist, the nature of God, what our actual trajectory is, everything's fine. Everything's fine. But... It doesn't seem that way because we're not seeing things as they really are. So in here, we're trying to dig into how can we just see stuff like it really is. Okay, Secrets of Heaven, we have done you a great service here by putting this as translation that's not even published yet, and we are adding this little thing in here to say, look, this below, this is, not in, this is not in Swedenborg's original manuscript, but it's higher up, but we don't have that part, so we're saying, look, what we're about to be looking at here that addresses whatever I was just rambling about is commenting on Genesis 48, 15 to 16, which reads, <clears throat> would anyone in the audience like to read this? No? Okay, I'll do it. The God before whom my ancestors Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has been my shepherd all my life to this day, the angel who has redeemed me from all harm. Here we get redeemed. Told you. People want redeemed. Here's redeemed. Also, if I'm thinking about that sun shining, how life really is, yes, not only has it got to be the God who has been my shepherd, because some like somebody's got to be looking out for what I am. I mean, otherwise, I'm carrying this heavy burden of what my life is. But it's also got to not just be some foreign, some I shouldn't say foreign. It's nice to love people from all over the world. What I'm saying is some strange, I don't know what you are. Deity walks in. You don't have to do with anything that was me before, but now you're the focus of everything in my life. 
is God before whom my ancestors walked. I just, just in the literal sense, hey, no, 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 no. This is not somebody that I'm just meeting. This is like generations back. This is, my God. Okay, still, I'm not, listen, it's a strange opaque thing. Who's Abraham? Who's like all that? Got it. That's the verse we're digging into. 6280 in the secrets of heaven. You can see that the redeeming angel, yeah, who's this character? The redeeming angel is the Lord. Ah, okay, so it's just God. But wait, it's not just God. The Lord in his divine humanity. Okay, sorry, we'll put a little break here. So all of a sudden we've got our redemption and the divine humanity. Oh, they're tied together. They're tied together. So I'm not telling you that I know what it means, but somehow we've got a redeeming angel that's the Lord in his divine humanity. So God is going to save us from all of this, all these dark clouds, through the divine humanity. From the consideration that he redeemed humankind or delivered us from hell by taking on a human nature and making it divine. Because he did it, the Lord in his divine humanity is called the Redeemer. And you can read this delivered us from hell in a couple of ways. One is that, what was that? Sinners in the hands of an angry God. I want to say John Wesley. Man, that's probably wrong. (laughs) So that's us dangling on a little string. Here we are. We are somehow like incoherently just sinful. And there's this burning rage of hell, which is actually God's rage at our sin or something. And God saving us is just like, okay, I'm going to pull you out of that. even though. But something that may resonate really clearly is, do you remember those clouds? Do you remember all that stuff about things are wrong? I'm worried about it. And let's just, okay, let's just up that a little bit and add in the stuff that is evil in us. Yeah, I said evil. I'm talking about when we're mean to people and we have tendencies to enjoy other people's suffering and get revenge, all that. Bundle it all together. All the stuff that clouds the mind in the positive and negative and antagonistic and everything that is different than the most joyful, clear moments you have in life. When you think, why can't life be like this? This is hell. We are in this hell. Okay. How'd you like to get rescued from that? I would sign up for that. So anything that's going to pull me out of this absolute maze of life, I'm in. I want to do it. You know who does it? God, sure, but the divine human. Let me draw it over here. Somehow, God needs to do things in a certain way. This is a fascinating claim of Swedenborg's. God needs to do things in certain ways. Sure, God, remember my word association from the beginning? Divine is, can do anything. God just isn't anything of anything, right? Isn't God just, you can do anything you want. But God has some, there's some mysterious limitation here because God has to do things or chooses to, I don't know, how would I know what the line is there? Does things in a certain way. So when when trying to redeem us from hell, sure, and there's hell pulling on every part of us, pulling on the human race to try to pull it into chaos and misery and infighting. It's not just like the sun 
this giant sun doesn't do it. So, so the divine human has got some kind of role to play. The divine, oh yeah, also, why the, the redeeming angel? The divine human is called an angel. Because angel means one sent. Uh, you probably heard that in the Hebrew messenger. And the Lord in his divine humanity is described as having been sent, as is clear from many places in the Gospels of the Word. Yeah, that sure, God's up there and shining down like we're the plant, but something, somehow God needed to like get sent to us. So the divine human is the part that's sent to us. Before the Lord's coming into the world, moreover, we're talking about Jesus Christ here, okay? Okay. Moreover, the divine human, okay, we're about to be confused. The divine human was Jehovah himself, flowing into people through heaven when his word was being spoken. Jehovah was above the heavens, but what passed from him through the heavens was the divine human of those times. Okay, we've got a history. We've got a story that's unfolded. It does seem strange that God doesn't just beam right into us. Aren't we the children of God? Doesn't that make more sense emotionally? That's how it used to be. Used to be, you had God. Yes, it is worth us just talking through this because you think you got an idea, but you gotta let it settle to open it so that heaven can slip in there and talk to you about it. You've got God, and the divine human was just God. There wasn't this mechanism, it was just God flowing into people through heaven, through the heavens when his word was being spoken. So if we've got heaven here, right, the, that's all the people that are used to be here, used to be your grandmother, and now we're up in heaven, rocking it, being part of this mechanism. So those people are there, and they are, again, still, God goes, does things in a certain way, so God is able to go through, this is part of why heaven exists, it's not just to be somewhere fun to go, is that God can go through those people, cross the spiritual, physical boundary, the TK line, it's like with the dinosaur's extinction, and come into us people here. And it was when the word was being spoken. So I don't know, and again, way back then, was it may not have been the Bible as we know it, it could have been the ancient word, could have been nature, could have been oral traditions, we're not, who knows, it's not... That's not super important. I don't know if it's being spoken in heaven or if it's being spoken on earth or some kind of combination or how linked things are, but somehow you'd get this redemption, this clearing of the heart and the mind, this lifting up and saving. That would just come seamlessly. It would come inside everyone. It presented the image of a human as a result of Jehovah's influence on heaven and the actual divinity coming from it was the divine person. So somehow, I draw it like these little umbrellas, but it's, it's somehow a person coming to you. Maybe it's in visions and dreams. Maybe it's more in the humanity of the ideas. I don't know. Look, do I look like a guy? Honestly, don't write it in the comments, but you're thinking it. Do I look like I know any of this? This is now the divine human existing from eternity. Okay, so Jesus Christ is not 
It is what is described as having been sent, which means going forth, and is the same as the angel here. So it sounds like it's not that there was God and then Jesus was pulled out of God as, oh, now there's a, look at that, a new person. The divine human was always this way that God connects to us, the way that God saves us, or maybe before everything got messed up, it's just the way that God lives in us, preserves us. God's happiness and care for us is this divine human. Of course, isn't it human to care about things? But the divine human runs into some trouble here. However, Jehovah could no longer exert an influence on people through this divine humanity of his because they had distanced themselves too much from it. Come on, people. You don't like the divine human? People began to be selfish. People began to like to rule over each other. I don't know what all their kind of evil stuff they were doing, but they were doing it. And that whenever you, because humanity is so tied into it, to be inhuman towards another human destroys your ability to receive the divine human. You, that's why it bothers me even more when there's like a character in a movie who is kind to those that are close to him or her, but cruel to other people. You can't do that. Either you, either you love someone or you don't. Either you love people or you don't. Either you love happiness and safety or you don't. So, because we started to treat each other badly, well, okay, you can't do the divine human thing. So what is God? He doesn't give up. Come on, divine human, let's do it. So he took on a human nature and made it divine. Through the influence he had on heaven as a result, he was able to reach all the way to the human race. Let's just not spend too much time diagramming this, but let's just say people destroyed this mechanism. Because of how we treated each other, we were mean, we made war, empires, we destroyed this mechanism, okay? And with it, the ability to have that divine human. We effectively closed off, oh, hey, I drew so much it deleted itself. We closed off this connection to heaven. We would only think about worldly things, right? Only think about uh, how much treasure can I steal? How, you know, what's this person doing for me? We weren't thinking at all about heaven. We we're thinking about the world. So what did God have to do? Since he can't get in here anymore, has to take on a human nature down below this corrupted atmosphere and say, okay, well then, I'll just take this thing that's where I can get to you guys, since I can't get to you here, and I'm just going to blow it out. I'm going to make this little human divine. And then suddenly, surprise, gotcha, I'm down here where hell thought it was going to rule everything. I'm suddenly here, and just that explosion of great power coming out. That's the Jesus Christ project. Where was I? The people he reached were those who, okay, so who did he reach? The people he reached were those who accepted neighborly love with its goodness and faith, with its truth from the divine human, which had become visible in the process. So Jesus is the divine human becoming visible and teaching what? Neighborly love with its goodness. Lo love your enemies. 
all the other great stuff. Jesus is coming and speaking, and it's getting recorded and going out to all these people. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to offer you loving people again. I'm going to remind you. I'm going to give you that option. And people who accept that, and I don't think it's, who knows how it actually disseminates, whether it's just through Jesus and the biblical narrative. Probably there's other ways in addition. But this is being made available to the human race. Yeah, right, because that, that didn't spread throughout the whole world for quite a long time. So somehow the divine human is doing that. And I know that the Jesus thing had universal implications for the human race. So, it's just good, right? It's, this is Jesus saying, Here, here's neighborly love. And if you, it's not even, do you accept Jesus? Like, did you believe that Jesus existed? What does that, what does that even mean? What it is, do you accept the love? Do you accept treating people humanly again? Do you accept you know, the divine human, if you do that in faith with its truth, right, which is the companion to that love, you got to know how to, you got to know what's going on. That's how you do it. As a consequence, he was able to deliver such people from hell. Okay, so what do we got to do to be delivered from all this hell? It is neighborly love and truth. If we can accept neighborly love and we can accept truth, that's the ticket. That's how we get out of that hell. This liberation is what is called redemption. And the divine humanity that freed or redeemed them is what is called the redeeming angel. Okay, I'm in. I like redemption. If you're saying, look, Curtis, and insert your name here, you got a problem, which is you're all wrapped up in all this stuff, the stuff that is not true and is not loving. That if we can get you to accept the truth, which has all these shades of, goes all the way down to really intense truths, like that God is the one that lives instead of us, that we're not supposed to have care for the morrow, that we're not supposed to be trying to architect our own way towards being better than everyone else. And if you get rid of those, if, you, if you're working to push away those desires to be better than everyone else, because that, even in its negative aspect, going, okay, well, I just feel worse than everyone else. All that, that you care how you relate to everyone else rather than how you, helpful you are to, ev- to everyone and, and the ability to carry out the will of the divine because it's love to everyone. The fact that you're wrapped up in all that stuff, that's why you're in hell. <laughs> That's why life is not as good as it should be or could be. And if you can accept love and stop believing this untrue stuff, replace it with the truth, we can get you out of that. And it doesn't mean, I mean, you're still going to be here. You're still going to wake up in your same bed. You're going to go outside, but the way you experience life is going to be like way better. You're going to be free of all that stuff. Okay, I'm in. Redemption is cool again. Still, it is important to know that the Lord's divine humanity is above the heavens, just as his actual divinity is. After all, he's the sun that lights heaven, so heaven is far below him. The divine humanity that is present in heaven is divine truth that emanates from him, or light radiating from him as sun. 
The Lord in his essence is not divine truth, which merely comes from him as light comes from the sun. No, he is divine goodness itself, which is identical with Jehovah. I'll leave that there with you. Don't get it twisted. God is up above. God, re- There's so much there that we can, we're talking about accepting the truth. Okay. This is giving it to us. Like that, God is not just, God, not that truth, but that's how we find it. That's how you are the plant is you suck in that truth. It's great. It's a lot of good stuff. And the point of it is redemption, which is this religious weird word. Even saying it now, I feel like I don't want to talk about redemption because I want to make sure that people know I'm talking about something real. And to some people that word really resonates as real. What is real is rescue. We want to rescue we want to be rescued. We want to rescue everyone else. Just look out in the world. So many people are struggling. We're all struggling in our own ways. We want to get in there and be able to rescue ourselves, rescue each other. This is the redemption thing. And if we can work to say, how can I accept neighborly love, love for others? And how can I work to replace my falsity with truth? I can be a little part of that, you know, God's hands, as they say, working on the, re- the ongoing redemption of the human race process. And not saying that we're the divine human. That's, I think, part of why Swedenborg makes this point of the divine humans way up there. It's way up there, but yet we can be little humans that are acting on behalf of the divine. And that's how you make a human divine. And that's the news from heaven. How'd you like it? Let us know in the comments. Write a big comment and, and just like, we want to see progress. You know, we want to see impact. Let me know. Also, support us. I'm telling you, don't don't turn it off right now. Go to offtheleftei.com slash donate. We need your help. We're a not-for-profit. If you're enjoying it, hey, make it so that the next person can get this programming. Make a contribution. Thank you so much. Thanks for sitting and uh, doing this, vibing on this with me, as the kids don't say. Uh, this has been genuinely fun. And wherever you are, right, it's going to be all right. God's, God is coming in there to just redeem you like crazy. And uh, in the meantime, we got to sit tight and work on the love and the truth. See you next time.